Do you love the idea of hitting the open road but have fears about whether or not you're doing everything correctly? Do you have a new RV and feel as if you only know how to work half of the systems in it? Well, my guest today is here to put your mind at ease. Walter Cannon, Executive Director of the RV Safety and Education Foundation, has all the materials you need to RV safely and confidently. Stay tuned. Hello, my name is Janine Pettit and I'm a girl camper. I go places and do things with other adventurous and curious women. We camp like girls in tents, vans, travel trailers, motorhomes, and even cars. We travel solo and in groups to girl camping gatherings, large and small, to bucket list destinations with friends, or on our own to wherever the wind blows us. On this show, we'll talk about the qualities of a girl camper and how you can be a girl camper too. The girl campers are having a party and you're invited. Stay tuned while we share what's happening on the back roads of America the Beautiful. The Girl Camper Podcast is brought to you by our consortium of girl camper friendly RV dealerships. General RV with 13 locations in the U.S., Setzer's World of Camping in Huntington, West Virginia, and Bankston Motorhomes with three locations in Alabama and two in Tennessee. Also providing support and sponsorship for Girl Camper is Campco Manufacturing, makers of over 4,000 products for your RV, boat, and tailgating needs. And GoRVing.com, home base for everything you need to get started RVing. And of course, our friends at Liberty Outdoors, makers of the Max and Mini RVs. Before we chat with Walter, I have a great product to share with you from Camp Co. It seems like the heat wave that has recently engulfed most of the country has this on many people's minds. That RV vent up in your roof that the sun just bakes in. Campco has a solution for that. They make a standard 14-inch RV vent cover. It has a reflective surface on one side that blocks the sun's damaging rays from coming in and hurting your camper. It has 2.75 inches of foam, and that helps stop the heat transfer from the outside inside. So when you're out all day and you come home and the AC has not been on, your camper has not been baking. It keeps your RV cool in the summer and warmer in the winter. It blocks all those little breezes that come through there and the best part of all cost $7.99 on Amazon. I wish I had this when we rented that Class C and we were camping in the desert last March. The sun was baking in and coming in my eyes too the whole time. So great solution for a common problem. Hang on we'll be right back with Walter. Welcome back everyone. Today I have a returning and always welcome guest, Walter Cannon, Executive Director of the RV Safety and Education Foundation. It's Walter's job to educate us all on the things we need to know, not only to enjoy and use our RVs to the fullest, but also in the safest possible way. The RV Safety and Education Foundation's mission is to create material that helps us to do that. Walter is with us today to talk about how RV SEF can help you be a happier camper. So, 
Walter, it's always great to have you. Welcome back. Thank, Thank you, you very much. much. It's, it's always, always great, great to talk to, talk to you. <laughs> well, you know, Walter, your job is so important, and I... I spent quite a bit of time on your website when I was a newbie, and I was on there last night thinking about what we want to talk about today, and I shared your tips for matching a tow vehicle um, to your truck, but I want to start with how RVSEF got started in the first place. What's your story? Well, back in 1993, my wife and I were full-time RVers. We had been full-time since 1986. Uh, we were very young. I was just barely 30. My wife wasn't even 30. So uh, we were traveling around the country. I met a guy named John Anderson out in California. He, I was in a motorhome. He was in a, uh, a fifth wheel with a truck, with a towing with a four truck. And he had had multiple tire failures and rim failures, and I had had multiple tire failures on my motorhome. And we didn't know why we were doing it. We were just commiserating with each other, sitting alongside in the uh, campground. And he was a retired helicopter test pilot, so he was—he had a little more idea of weight and balances and things like that. And I, I'm a farm boy. I grew up on a dairy farm. If you have one more bale, hey, you just put it on the top, right? I mean, that's, that's the way you do it. Uh, but um, so we actually unloaded our RVs, as I've said many times, much to the chagrin of our wives. And we went down and we weighed them, and we were both exceeding our weight ratings without anything in our RVs. Mm. This is 1993. We had little or no oversight from the industry or anywhere else on weights and balances. We were just building RVs. We were in a time where RVs were getting a lot bigger real fast. Mm. So uh, things were things were happening that way. So anyway, um, and we started looking for information. And lo and behold, we couldn't find any. There was no one out there who could give us any information or was willing to give us any information. So we started an organization called Away We Go. started weighing RVs to see where this problem was. Because when you try to fix a problem, you go through engineering to fix a problem. And engineers need data. They, they just can't take your word for it. They need to see numbers on a piece of paper. So we started weighing RVs. In the early days, we paid people to let us weigh their RVs so we could gather data. Oh. We, saw what, we saw what the information was. We went to the industry with it. The industry wasn't at that time wasn't overly interested because they don't build tires. Um, but the tire manufacturers were particularly Michelin, who owned the industry at that time. And that's how it all got started. And we were, and, and Michelin started building better tires. And then everybody kind of followed suit. That's just the way it works. So that's kind of how we got started. And then uh, I took over the foundation in 2000. Away uh, we go. Uh, no, away we go. In 2000, we took away we go and we formed the found. We donated the assets of away we go. Away we go was a for profit. Okay. Donated the for profit. Assets to the, the RV Safety and Education Foundation, which is a nonprofit. It's a 501c3. Okay. So we are a nonprofit. We're the same as every college, every school, every church. We're a 501c3. That's, that's what we fall under. And we have been since 2000. Okay. So we've been around a long time doing this. So that's how we got started. And and at first it was weighing, and then we realized that there was a lot of other things people needed to know, a lot of other things. And and it wasn't just tires. It, it was not just the tire itself. It was how we were using the tire, how we were taking care of our tires. Because RVs are so much different than your car. I mean, there are people who don't ever check the air pressure in their car tires. They take it When they take it in to get the oil changed every three or 4,000 miles, they check the air pressure in their tires and off they go. I was one of those people for years. <laughs> we, we basically we are. My yeah. new truck, my, my new truck will actually send me an email, send me one the other day, let me know what the air pressure in my tires was. I know it's amazing. It's amazing, but but we didn't have that then. We don't even have that now, really, in the RV industry yet. We will, um, but uh, so we were looking for information, and, and it was a little difficult. And then, with with realizing that there were so many other things people needed to know. 
And, and how do you know what people need to know? You make all those mistakes yourself. Right? You, you, you plug into a campground pedestal and I pop the transfer switch. Why? Because I didn't check the pedestal because I didn't know I was supposed to and I didn't know how to. So, so all those kinds of things, it, it just starts. You, uh, what I try to do and what we try to do as an organization is to help other people learn from my mistakes because I prefer to learn from your mistakes than my own mistakes. <laughs> I do too, yeah. <laughs> So, so tell, tell uh, me what kind of mistakes you saw people making. What were the things, like, give us an example or two of the most common mistakes our viewers make. Well, let's, let's, I'm going to start with a safety one, okay? okay. Uh, truly a safety one. I'm getting ready, uh, when we get done here, I'm going out to pick my motorhome up from the local RV dealer. I took it in the other day to have what is called a time pressure drop test. That Never test heard it, of it. Well, it's testing the LP system for uh, leaks. Okay. And you should do it minimum once a year, minimum. If you use your RV a lot, if you're a full-timer, you should do it twice a year at least. You're bouncing down the road, you're in campgrounds where there's squirrels and things on the road. You can get an LP leak anywhere in the system. And it's called, we call it LP leak test, mm-hmm. but it's, the, the actual name for it is a timed pressure drop test. It's just a pressure drop over a given period of time. Okay. And it's a test that you, it's about an hour test. It, it, they charge you an hour, it doesn't take that long to do it, to test your mm-hmm. RV. But I have mine done at least once a year, sometimes twice a year, depending on how much I'm using it. So I'm getting ready. They call me up, everything is fine, but I paid, I paid $120 to get it done. Peace because of mind. I, peace of mind, because an LP problem can be a really big problem. Um, we find that most RVers, when it comes to when it comes to things breaking on them, a lot of that has to do with maintenance. The average RV, and, and this comes from myself and from Gary Bunzer, who you know is a very good friend of mine, one of my instructors. Uh, Gary Bunzer, the RV doctor, is a very good friend. But on average, you have about, depending on the complexity of your RV, somewhere between 22 and 25 hours of annual maintenance that needs to be done. Maintaining the air conditioner, the furnace, the refrigerator. Right. None of us, have, none of us often do that. And if, if you don't do that, you're going to end up with a problem down the road. You're going to have premature failure of your refrigerator and things like that. Maintenance is important. But people don't know that. You don't look at your RV doesn't have a big sticker on it says you need 25 hours of maintenance every year on it. If you have a really big, complex RV, you could be 30 hours. You have multiple air conditioners, multiple electrical systems, um, all those kinds of things. It could even be more maintenance than that. So those are the, the, our biggest thing that we see is people don't do the maintenance, roof maintenance. What is the, one of the biggest complaints about RVs, it leaks. It leaks. Well, there's roof maintenance. You're, you just think about taking your house and bouncing it through these potholes on the road. Um, and all the shifting around and things that goes on. So move, movement, because it, 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 it has to move. And, you know, then you get leaks and you don't realize it's leaking. It's staying inside the wall. And all of a sudden you have a big problem. You have a major issue with leaks and things like that. Leaks are probably one of our really big problems in the RV world. And it doesn't really come so much from the construction. I think there are probably better ways of construction. There are always new things coming out. Mm-hmm. But it really comes from maintenance. Nobody gets up on the roof and looks because, one, I don't want to be up there myself. Yeah. You know, I force myself when it comes time to clean the roof and reseal it. I force myself to go up there and do it. And if you can't do it yourself, then this means you have to take it in and get somebody else to do it. So, you know, when we talk about uh, right now I'm paying about $120, $120, $130 an hour for RV service. Yeah, times that by 25 hours. So right. as it's, the consumers, we got to take that list and we got to figure out what can we do on our own. 
and much of it you can. And this is where we, where our education program comes. If you understand how the system works, mm-hmm. then you can understand what you can do to something as simple as opening up the back of the refrigerator and vacuuming it out, get all the bugs yeah, and the dirt stuff. Yeah, that's stuff. you can do. Just keeping it clean. Uh, the same way with your furnace, your water heater, all those things. Draining the water heater and rinsing out the tank. It's not a hard job, but it's a little time consuming. Yeah. Probably get your feet wet. But, you know, uh, but you can do those kinds of things and, and not have a problem. Some of the problems we see with in, in waste tanks. If you understand how the waste system works, mm-hmm. then you can prevent a lot of problems that people have with the waste system. Mm-hmm. Particularly new RVers who just really didn't understand how this works. It's not like flushing your toilet and it goes away completely. Right. You so what happens in a waste tank? You, you know? What happens in the waste tank? What what's a mistake that people make with their RV waste tank that it would be easy to stop doing if they just knew? The, letting it don't dump it too soon. Letting it get half to three quarters full before you dump it. Um, if you're getting ready to leave a camper, I don't like to travel with waste in my tanks because if there is an incident, I don't want that to be one of, one of my problems. So I will fill my tank up with water right around to the dump station or the night before I get ready to fill it, use the toilet, or yeah. I have rinsers, put, rinsers, put my rinsers on, get about three quarters of the tank. The more you have in it, the better it flushes. To evacuate it. To evacuate Push everything right. out. Push everything out. And it pulls a suction on it also when it goes down that pipe, so it'll help pull that stuff out. Not, it's not perfect, but mm-hmm. if you don't, if a lot of people, we have seen people who leave their, who will hook up and they'll, every other day or so they'll go out and they'll pull the valve. Well, what happens is the liquid runs out, the solids stay in. Yeah. It takes the liquids to get the solids to go out. Right. And, and uh, you have to give tank. the drop-ins time to work to break down the solids. Absolutely. You put it in and you dump it. You put it in this morning, you dump it tonight, it didn't do anything. All it did was dissolve. That's the best. The best. It may even not have dissolved and be part of that lump that's sitting in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, um, it, it is one of those things. I, I've got some notes up on my other computer. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, the, um, uh, so that's just one of the one of the things that we teach it that and, and that is something that you can you you can go your whole life RVing and never have a, a dump tank issue if you if you just practice a little bit of healthy tank maintenance. And well, this is absolutely what I love about your website. So you have a couple of different drop down boxes on there, and one of them is called the RV Academy. Can you tell us what the RV Academy is about? Yeah, the Army Academy is a, is a separate it's website. It's, it's, it's armyacademy.com, mm-hmm. and it is our education platform. It is done much like a college where there are different courses you can take. Um, we have it set up at the top of it. You can look if you're a fifth wheel owner, you can click on the fifth wheel. It'll give you a list of courses that are beneficial to fifth wheel owners, motor homeowners. If you happen to be a diesel pusher owner, because there's some things about air brakes that we mm-hmm. that we see that, that it, it breaks it down that way. So, that, Or you can do... The, the whole course and you know if you particularly people people usually start with what is called the RV fundamentals that covers basically generically any RV out there it covers the water systems the electrical systems all that kind of stuff now some so, of those classes you have on there are free like the the matching your tow vehicle class and some of them are really comprehensive and but very inexpensive so you can you can be tutored at home, sitting on your couch with your laptop for like nineteen ninety five. You can, and we, we try to keep the pricing so that people can afford it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people. You can do a lot of different things, but if people can't afford to to go to your website and take the classes, you really didn't do your job. You didn't you didn't mm-hmm. do a very good job of getting it done. Because it, I, I used to say this in the early days. 
the best website in the world doesn't do you any good if nobody knows it's there. Right. Uh, so the, the best information in the world, if nobody can afford to, to partake of it, doesn't really do anybody that much good. So we tried to keep it affordable. Actually, I never had anyone take any of the classes that didn't come back and say afterwards it was well worth the money. And then the they own the record. class, right? They can watch it over and over. Yes, they can. They, they get a login. Um, there are different uh, When you go on, there are different ways of doing it, whether you do it one class at a time. The the uh, the fundamentals program. It's a big program, so it's broken down into like twenty some different segments. So you can do little pieces at a time, one or two tonight, one or two tomorrow night, yeah, or next week or whenever you feel like doing it. You can pick and choose which ones you want to do in what order you want to do it. So yeah, it's, it's very flexible. Um, we try to make it as flexible as possible for people to do either on the road or when they're at home, because uh, we know that not everybody, if you're, particularly if you're out on the road, not every day are you going to have good internet. Right. So you may not be able to do it as, as you would want to. Well, I um, love the idea of being out on the road, though, where like, okay, let me walk outside and look at this pole that the electric I have to plug into, and you're your own little guinea pig. You can test that stuff. Well, when you look at it, too, you can look at, you can, uh, you're exactly right. You can go out to the pole. You can look at the 30-amp plug where we show the three prongs and which one is which. And you go out and look at, oh, that's that's what they're talking about okay, right now there. now I know, yeah. 50 amp, that's what they're talking about right there. And we that's one of the things we like about our conference, being uh, somewhat hands-on, as hands-on as we can possibly be. Most of us RVers like to touchy-feely things. Yeah. We, we learn better if we touch it. You know, we if we can see somebody do it or we can do it ourselves and we can hand somebody the tools and say, here, go out and do it, or they get their meter out, they, they've gone through it, they see what they need to get their meter out, they go out there with their tester, they hit it, and it starts to beep. Oh, that, that's what they're talking about. It beeps on this one, doesn't beep on that one. That's me. I learn best hands-on. I'm a visual learner, and I think there is something that happens that converts that to your memory when you've actually done it as compared to saw it or read about it. Exactly. One of the things I love about your site, Walter, is it's very visual. You guys have a lot of great videos on there. But I do want to talk about your five-day seminar. We're going to uh, come back in a minute. I'm going to bring everybody a message from GoRVing, and then we're going to come back because you do this live training, and I think there is no substitute for this. So hang on one minute. We're going to talk to our friends from GoRVing, and then we're going to come back and talk about that. And now we have a message from our friends at GoRVing. Have you checked out all of GoRVing's great content on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Pinterest? You're probably going to see some girl camper blog posts there. I, I love writing those, and it's so much fun to be working with them. Head over to their Facebook page and like them. Go on and check out the new blog posts on the scenic route or join the conversation on Twitter for lots of useful RV tips and tricks. Follow them on Instagram and see the stunning images that are going to inspire your next great adventure. I love watching the Go RVing Instagram because it just fills my bucket list with more things to do. Head over to YouTube too and subscribe and watch their channel. Go RVing, bringing great adventure and fun to all of us. Welcome back, Walter. Walter, I have been um, promoting this event of yours. It takes place each year in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. And last year, we had five or six girl campers go out to it. Could not stop raving about how much they learned. Here's what's interesting to me. 
Some of the girl campers that went out there were brand new RVers, but some of them were seasoned campers. Both of them came away with the feeling that so worth the money and learn so much. So this thing that you host every year, this is not just for newbies. Can you tell us about it? It's not just for newbies. And we do this year again in September. It is in uh, it's in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. We are going, we we try to move it around. We used to have it in a couple. We headed out west once. Uh, next year it looks like we may. I don't know whether we're going to be back in Elizabethtown. We'll be somewhere here close close by on the east coast. We like Elizabethtown because it is really kind of the crossroads of the eastern United States. So yeah, it's easy it's easy to get to. But even if you're flying in, and we have about 35 percent are non-owners that come to the conference. And then it ranges in, in experience. We have we have we have one person that's registered this year. It's got forty years experience RV. Mm, uh, but they're coming to the conference, and and everybody learns something. Uh, we have the instructors, as you know, you know me, and you know I've been in the business a long time, and I know I know these guys personally, and they are really the best instructors in their field. Some of their names, when you go on the website and look at their names, you may not recognize them. I mean, we have Sharon Lee from RBI, she's the head of education for the RV Industry Association. Dave Mahalik, he's the head of compliance for Thor. No, consumers never see these people, but I know them, and they are great instructors in their field, so they can come to our conference where they won't, you won't see them at a rally, you won't see them at other events like that, because that's not what they do. They do it for me because I've helped them, they help me, you know. They, they, no they one have, can say no to you, Walter. <laughs> well, it, it, I made it hard. <laughs> because you hard do stand. so much for people, it is impossible to say no to you. <laughs> well, I, 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 I've done my job, haven't I? <laughs> yes, you have. But, but we do bring these people together and we teach about each system and it's how the system works. Um, when we start talking about the electrical system, the plumbing system, we talk about the heating system, the appliances. If you understand how it works, if you understand what your water system is doing, using the waste system as an example, if you understand how it works, you understand better how to take care of it to prevent problems. Again, not dumping the black tank until it's half to three quarters full. Very simple. That doesn't seem like that's a, that's a, a big revelation. But a lot of people don't every day because they don't want it in the tank. Well, that's not the way to keep a healthy system working. It doesn't give the enzymes or whatever you're using a chance to work. It doesn't give the amount of volume you need, what's called head pressure, to push the stuff out. So, um, and it can down the road cause problems. Um, and that's, that's one thing you don't want a problem. But the same way with the freshwater system. If your pump is always starting to run, it runs a little bit and stops, runs a little bit and stops. Well, uh, when we teach the, the freshwater system, we'll show you how you can troubleshoot that, very simply troubleshoot that to find out whether you have a leak in a line or whether it's just the pump and the pump needs to be replaced because okay. it could be either one. So very simple little things that you can do without taking in and spending $120 or $130 an hour for somebody else to do it for you when yeah. you could have done it in an hour, hour and a half right in the campground. Because the hourly rate can get high. I was looking at the schedule for you guys last night, and I wanted, so so this is like a five-day course, but it's five eight-hour days. There is so much content packed into this, and I got to tell you, the price of this, uh, the early bird was $249, and I don't know where you can get all this content hands-on for that kind of money, but the way you had your days set up is you had four or five blocks over period. So so when I looked at it last night, there's 16 different things per day being offered. 
Mm-hmm. It does, and we often we try to vary it up with each period. We have we have classes on on packing your RV for full time. We have classes on cooking with your microwave and convection. We also have classes on chassis. We have classes on towing with your motorhome. Um, so we and we try to mix it up so that if a couple is coming, there's something that interests both of a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, and some things may, and depending on what you're doing, a newbie may want to take like our, our understanding RV finance class because they're getting ready to finance. Somebody who's done it several times may not be interested in that class, so they might go to the electrical class. You understand? Right. So that's what we try. We try to look at is what we would want to do and how we can vary this up as opposed to sitting in a room for an hour and a half and listen to somebody and then another instructor come in for an hour and a half and they talk to you and everybody yeah. does the same thing. What are you interested in doing? If you're if you're a, a diesel pusher person or looking at a diesel pusher, you're probably going to want to take the air brake class. But if you're a travel trailer or fifth wheel owner, you won't have air brakes. It won't be of any interest to you. So we try to vary it up that way and throw in lifestyle classes, classes about actually how you deal with your dealership, how you deal with Financing. What does all mm-hmm. that paperwork mean? What What are all those things that they talk about mm-hmm. that, that they have initials for, so nobody understands? And, and what does it really mean? So that's what we try to do. And 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 to be honest with you, we made it so that you probably can't do it all at one sitting. So you have to come back again. Yeah, you have to come back next year. But but I do want to ask you this, Walter. So if you a lot of what you do is hands on. You guys are out in the parking lot and you're weighing vehicles and you're. You're talking about towing and hitching and things like that. If you are a person who is just thinking about getting into the RV industry, you know, RV lifestyle, can you come to this without an RV? Absolutely. About 35% do. They come okay. without an RV. Uh, I have a couple people that have come a couple of times and they have finally purchased an RV. I get probably out of the, out of the group, I probably get eight or ten phone calls uh, a year that, well, we went to the classes, we did this, I was talking to you about RVs, and I finally bought an RV. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it does happen. We, we tell dealers, we don't get a lot of dealer support for this because sometimes, and I'm not saying anything bad about the industry, everybody has their own job to do. A lot of times salespeople feel that when the consumer knows more than they do, it complicates the sale for them. I bet, yeah. And, but we, we tell people, we tell dealers all the time, when we you, a new owner, a, a non-owner leaves our conference, they are ready to buy. They know what questions to ask. They don't have to ask you a whole lot of questions that you don't know the answer to, like how much water holds and all that. They know how to go get that information. They know what it means. Mm-hmm. They know all these things. So now it's more getting them into the unit that suits their needs. And they all, and from the classes, they will learn how to determine what unit will suit their needs the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always use the example, if you're going to travel here to Florida and spend, spend five or six months here in Florida, and then you're going to go to Michigan and spend five or six months at the same campground, you might want to look at a fifth wheel or a travel trailer as opposed to a motorhome where you've got another motor to maintain that you're not even using. Yeah. Right? Well, use your truck to drive around all the time. But it just depends on what you want to do and how you want to do it. How are you traveling? I'm a motorhome person because we don't stay more than a couple of nights anywhere. Okay. Unless I'm going to, going to Western North Carolina fishing that I have to stay here. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, so, uh, but we try, we like to move around. So, so we're motorhome people. I've had travel trails and fifth wheels both, but we, we, we tend, we have gravitated to the motorhome. And, and that um, suits you guys. 
It suits us. It suits us very well. Uh, but they, but they're not in there looking. You know, when when someone when I worked at dealerships, when people would come in and they'd be looking at a motorhome and then a travel trailer and a pop up, it was really hard for a salesperson to get an idea of what do we need to look at. Where where do we need to be to, to look at the different units? So uh, we turn people out ready to buy. They they understand what they're looking for, what they're looking at. And they understand a little bit about the buying process. So we should really be making the process easier. But not always do people understand that we do actually make the process easier. I think the more information you have, the easier it is to make that decision. And the less likely it is that you're going to make a mistake. And, and I always encourage people, like when they're on the fence between a motorhome or a travel trailer, to rent it. I mean, we've got RV share, we've got outdoorsies, we've got just, uh, you know, Facebook marketplace where there's places for you to rent the unit that you're considering. And then you have an opportunity to use it and then figure out like, you know what, I, re I really don't like this floor plan after all. In fact, one of my friends who Jolyn Black, she attended your conference last year. Mm -hmm. She was set on a class C motorhome. She listened to the podcast and she thought, okay, I'm going to rent it. She rented that Class C for two weeks and she wasn't four days into that trip when she said, this isn't going to work for me <laughs> and ended up getting a Class A. And interestingly, yeah. the Class A she bought was the same length. She bought a short Class A, uh -huh. like 31 feet. It was the same length as the Class C she considered, but the floor plan and the way the floor didn't drop down, it all worked better for her. It worked it much better for her. Absolutely, and that's what we find. Um, and at our conference, we do other things at our conference too. This year, we've actually added a class at the end of the conference after we do our closing ceremonies on the last day. We do them about noon. We we will be giving a Red Cross certified CPR course where you can become certified Red Cross certified in CPR. There is an additional fee for that because we have to pay Red Cross for right. that. Right. Um, we also offer we we offer hands-on driving. We're the only place that you can take a hands-on driving course if you don't own an RV. Although all those slots are full for this year. Yeah, I we, would imagine because that's a big concern. Yeah, but, well, we have our local dealer there. That's that's in Elizabethtown, Skaggs RV Country. Um, they let us use units off of their lot to to let people drive away. And we do some travel trails and some fifth. Uh, we don't do any fifth wheels this year, but we do motorhomes, class C, class A's. Okay. Uh, we're at the mercy of what do they have on the lot and how many okay. we have to, to deal with. So, but uh, but if, if people are, we still have openings if they're coming in their own unit. Okay, uh, so they can do that, and somebody that. with their own unit might be willing to let somebody else borrow it. It, it could be, and we uh, and those courses that driving course does qualify for insurance discounts. Okay, uh, from insurance company, so it's well so worth the, the yeah, money you pay so for that. So let's talk about that, Walter. Let's talk about where do people stay, how much does it cost, how many people attend your conference? Okay. We keep it to somewhere right around 100 people attending so we can do the hands-on. Okay. Everybody will leave with every instructor's cell phone number. I mean, that's just the way it always works. It's in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, which is about 35 or 40 miles south of Louisville, Kentucky. If you're flying into Louisville or it's on Interstate 65, the Bluegrass Parkway, the... Uh, Western Kentucky Parkway, all across it at, at Elizabethtown. Um, so we, uh, it's a very convenient location. We have two campgrounds locally. There's one right there in, they're listed on our website. There's one right there in Elizabethtown, which is the one we use crossroads. There's another one very close by. Uh, we do offer dry camping at the conference center. It's, it's a community center. It's called the Pritchard Community Center. We offer dry camping there free of charge if you want to dry camp with us. If you want, oh, we tell people well, this, if you, if you're thinking about dry camping, this is a good place to do it because you've got lots of help around you you know if, if something if there's something that goes wrong we, we somebody there to help you out with. yeah that's fun uh, um 
And uh, so, so that's that's where it is. We it, it is uh, September 29th, October 3rd okay. uh, of this year. And uh, our cost, it, our regular cost is $249. Our early bird is over. However, I'm going to be sending you a code. So if a girl camper wants to come, we'll have a, a discount code when they go oh. on the register. They can put in the discount code and get a $25 discount. Oh, well, thank uh, you. So, well, listen, you've helped me out a lot with everything you do, and I love your organization. Oh, thank Even you. I don't get to see each other as much anymore because but it's fun I, I, don't tell, <laughs> I don't tell a lot of people that my job has transitioned over the years into working within the industry. I work with NHTSA. I work with RVIA. Mm-hmm. We've fundamentally, fundamentally changed some things about how RVs are built that's better for the consumer. You don't see it. Because when you buy it, it's already there, you know. So that's been kind of everything happens. Your everything of your job it just kind of transforms. Yeah. And do one thing, it, it goes into something else. So now Trey Selman is who everybody sees on the road. Trey is working with us. He's going to be the new executive director, and um, he's he's out doing shows. So we do shows all over the country. He's a great guy. Yeah. So. Um, Walter, uh, we're never going to let you leave this industry because you have too much knowledge. And I have a feeling that your retirement, and I'm putting that in air quotes, is kind of going to be a semi-retirement. I just think you're going to uh, find other ways to get out there and, and just create all the great content that you do and, and get the word out. Well, honestly, we, we've already started kind of working on that a little bit. I'm very interested in the new technician training that RBIA is putting together in their location. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just don't have enough technicians. All, all the training we're doing, uh, and, and some there are people out there doing really good jobs of training technicians. We just don't have enough. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, you have this class going on, and I have a class, the Camp in Camper College, and mine is taking place November 6th through 9th down in Texas at the National RV Inspectors Training Academy. So we're going to be right there with Stephanie and Todd Henson, who teach RV maintenance and training. And so we have that going on there. You have this. If you can't make ours, you can make Walter's. If you can't make Walter's, maybe you can make ours. What we want to see is people out there really knowing their units, having great information, and being as safe as possible out there on the road. And you can always go to our RV Academy website, the rvacademy.com website, which you'll have all that information. I'm going to put all those links here. Uh, at 3 o'clock in the morning when you woke up dreaming about RVing and, you, and all of a sudden you want to go out there, you can go onto the website and learn yeah. something. You know? Worrying about your tires. You just click on. And what I love about that is your stuff is there all the time. So if you're out at the campsite and you're like, wait, what was that again? You just yeah. download it and look at it over. With that, that backing trusted trailer that you talk about, we tell people all the time, uh, we tell RV dealers, bookmark that thing because if a customer has a question, spin that computer monitor. It takes 20 minutes or less to look at this yeah. thing. I think and they should play it in the lobbies of RV dealerships. Yes, they should. It, it's free. It, yeah. there's, there's no charge for it. Well, uh, I shared anyway. it last night on the Girl Camper Facebook page because mm-hmm. that is such a common question we get. So when people post the question, what can I tow with my CRV? Rather than me saying nothing, I can just refer them to your video. Because, you know, CRVs, uh, my husband has one. It has a a tow package of 2,500 pounds. Those are really just meant for putting your bike rack on. Or or if you had something like a MyPod, 900 pound. You know, there are some small RVs you could safely pull on there. But what I love about this video you reference is that When people take that dry weight and then they take that number that their um, tow vehicle can tow, 
and, and they think I got an 80-20 here. You know, I still got this 20% cushion, but they haven't put anything in the RV yet or the car yet. So I really came to understand those formulas when I saw you at an RV show down in Atlantic yeah. City. And I, yeah. I, I think I went to your talk three times. I think you did too. You, you, were, you were my best customer. I was. I was like, I have got to get this down. And I really, honestly, Walter, I shudder when I think about what I did for years, towing around a trailer that I never had weighed, stuffing it with stuff, loading it wrong, putting everything on the back of the bed. And when I should have had all that weight up front on the pin, I didn't know what I didn't know. And so what? really, you were a real lifesaver, possibly literally to me. Well, and, and that's what we, we hope that that happens to a lot of people. Because uh, we hear people, the worst thing I hear people say is, and particularly I read sometimes on the ball, well, I've been doing it that way for years and I've never had a problem. Doesn't make it right. Thanks be We've to God. We've done things we shouldn't do for years, and someday it may catch up to us. Yeah. If it does, we're lucky, but, but I don't like to trust it to luck. Um, well, you're, you're talking about the different kinds of RVs, too. If you come to the conference in dry camping, uh, sometimes, and I have seen this, we have had, one of my teams has a 40-foot fifth wheel they pull with a Volvo truck with a smart car up on the back of the truck. Next to that was parked an R-Pod, and next to that was parked a 45-foot tag axle motorhome. So, so little of everything. Everything is there. Every, I mean, you know, well, you know the people that come are, are universal. We like to say there's no wrong way to camp like a girl. There you go. Yeah, so whether you're a Class A like our friend Joe Lynn, or you've got the 400-pound little A-frame that my friend Gail towed around, you yep. know, we just want you out there. We want you safe. So, Walter, it's always such a great pleasure to have you on the show. I, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the great work you and your team do to make us all safe out there. I'm going to put that coupon code you're giving us for Girl Campers to get $25 off. And I hope lots of Girl Campers come again this year. I mean, the, the ones that went last year raved and raved about your program there. And one of these days, I'm going to get there myself. You're just too busy. I know. <laughs> it's all good stuff, though. All good, fun stuff. Well, and you're not busy when you love what you're doing. Yeah. And, uh, and that's the way I feel about what I do. So, yeah. And actually, sometimes it's an excuse for me to get in the motorhome and go just to drop what's in the office, get in the motorhome and go. Yeah, and yeah, that's, so, that's uh, fine. We appreciate And I appreciate everything you do for us. And, and I appreciate your organization and what you do for the industry as a whole. And uh, we, we, we got to stop making it so long in between times we talk. I know, Walter. Well, when you're retired, we'll get you on more often. There you go. Okay. <laughs> All right, Walter, always great to talk to you. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Have a great day. Okay. Well, that's our show for today. I am always so happy to have Walter on the show. This is a man who has done so much for the RV industry. He's literally a man who has saved lives. They saw this need in the um in the RV world and they filled it and I love that and if you have never been over to their website please go over there all of the links for everything that we talked about will be on today's uh, podcast blog post notes so go over there and check those out I'd like to thank all of our sponsors, including Bankston Motorhomes. Bankston has five locations in the southeast, Huntsville, Alabama, Albertsville, Alabama, Florence, Alabama, as well as two locations in Tennessee, Nashville and Ardmore. They're a number one Best in Business award winner that has been helping families make their RV travel dreams come true since the 1970s. 
Whether you're looking for a motorhome, a fifth wheel, or a travel trailer, Bankston has something for everyone, and they carry so many of our girl camper favorites, many of them including the Winnebago Travato, which is one of the Class Bs that I absolutely love. Also, the Vintage Cruiser by Gulfstream, another one of my favorites, and the top-selling lightweight RV um, in the whole industry that our pod so thank you banks and motorhomes for sponsoring our podcast thank you general rv and thank you setzer's world of camping in huntington west virginia i'd also like to thank go rving campco and liberty outdoors for helping make girl campers dreams come true that's a wrap for this week everybody have a great week happy trails